Ever wonder why food tastes better after you've waited in a long line for it? Researchers at Stanford think dopamine is to thank. Raising the cost for a reward triggered more dopamine release, they found. This is Pulse Check. I'm Ben Leonard. Insurer Aetna has reversed course, and it will cover some types of virtual mental health and substance use disorder treatment. It planned to end coverage of intensive outpatient and partial hospitalization program in December, but changed course, according to a claims document obtained by Politico. The decision comes after groups, including the Consortium Representing Eating Disorders Care and the American Society of Addiction Medicine, raised concerns. An Aetna spokesperson said the coverage it will offer will be more extensive for telehealth than it was pre-pandemic. New York City has a new approach to handling the mental health crisis among teens, online therapy. The city launched a partnership with online mental health provider Talkspace to provide therapy to kids in the city ages 13 to 17. The program allows unlimited messaging with a therapist five days a week and one 30-minute live virtual session a month. And more than 30 million older Americans are enrolled in Medicare Advantage plans, and with that number, complaints to Congress are on the rise. Political healthcare reporter Robert King joins me to discuss his latest reporting on care denials coming under Congress's microscope. Hey, Robert, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So before we dive in a little bit deeper, let's zoom out a little bit. Medicare Advantage is on the rise with more than half eligible people using these private options. Why are more people deciding to enroll in these plans over traditional Medicare? So right now, Medicare Advantage enrollment has surpassed 30 million Medicare beneficiaries, which is more than half of total enrollment in the program. And several reasons are behind this shift. One is that the plans offer benefits that are outside of the scope of traditional Medicare, like dental, vision, or hearing, and some other supplemental benefits. And others are they could offer cheaper options, cheaper premiums, and things like that. So those are some of the biggest drivers for why seniors are going to these privately run health plans. Congress has already gone after Medicare Advantage over misleading directories and ads with celebrities. Now what are lawmakers concerned about with respect to care denial? So important to note that unlike traditional Medicare, a Medicare Advantage plan can use certain tools to rein in healthcare costs. One of the most popular is a tool called prior authorization that essentially requires a doctor to get insurer approval before delivering a treatment or prescribing a certain medication. And insurers use these tools as a way of essentially containing their costs and avoiding unnecessary care. However, lawmakers in Congress have been concerned about a surge in the use of these tools and are worried that plans are denying care that should be approved under traditional Medicare rules. Lawmakers are hoping to reform prior authorization. Where does that effort stand right now and what does it look like? Right now, there's a bill that has a lot of bipartisan support that is in the House, but the problem is it has a high price tag, according to a score from the Congressional Budget Office. So right now, lawmakers are essentially pressuring CMS to do more to rein in this practice and to put in some more guardrails for older Americans. CMS controls a lot of the rules for these Medicare Advantage plans. Has CMS shown a willingness to respond to concerns from the Hill? 
Yes, definitely. So CMS has already adopted regulations to target misleading advertisements. They have a new program this year that proves a Medicare Advantage television ad before it airs to ensure that it's not misleading and it meets the agency's requirements. So the agency has shown a willingness to listen to what Congress is saying on a lot of these Medicare Advantage issues, but it remains to be seen whether or not they will go further beyond what they've already proposed in several other regulations on prior authorization. And what have insurers said in response to these concerns from lawmakers and others? So I think that insurers understand that there are some concerns about this process, and they have supported some legislation in Congress that would hasten the approval times for these requests. But insurers are also essentially hoping that CMS doesn't just outright outlaw the entire prior authorization process because they believe it is a useful tool for them to rein in costs. It's just gotten too unwieldy now, according to some healthcare providers and to some lawmakers. Well, thanks for coming on, Robert. No problem. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Kara Tabor is an editor for Pulse Check. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Bolton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Ben Leonard. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. That's Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.